incredible and I'm super excited because today we start a new series called November. But you might know it as Canovember. That way we can everybody say Canovember. Just so you get it on you. I don't want you to have to, you know, have to deal with that, but we're super excited and and what we're going to do is over the next couple weeks as we go through the holidays and get ready for everything that's going to happen and we want to introduce you to some people that you might not know. Uh, some people that, uh, that maybe if you don't go out of your way, you wouldn't have a relationship with them. Um, and there's, what's cool about it is these people, man, God's done some amazing things in their life. And what we want you to know is that what God does for one, he does for all. And the same principles that these people have applied in their life, you too can apply them in your life and get the same results. God is not a respecter of people. God wants you to prosper. He wants you to win and succeed no matter what you're going through. So as we go through this series, as you meet new people, realize it's not just them, but it's also for you. What God has done in their life, he wants to do in your life. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce you to the first guest. You're gonna love him. It's gonna be great. Everybody, please turn your eyes to the screens. Hey guys, uh, I'm here today with Jerry Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> Everything's gonna be Cano. Is this live? Cano yeah, it is. We're on air. We are on air, buddy. It's Canovember, right? And we're getting to Cano people. And so I got Kajiri, uh, Jerry Chiquetti, that we want to get to Cano. Mm -hmm. And and uh, we're also getting to know uh, endurance. And Jerry's got some expertise here, I think, and some experience. And um, and the crazy thing is, is that a lot of times, you know, we get to talking about uh, generosity or endurance or healing. And sometimes we, it sounds like we're trying to take credit, but uh, you know, like, hey, look at me, I'm smart, or I've got this thing all together. It's not us, is it? It's, it's his stuff. And uh, Jerry, tell us a little bit about your history. Um, they, they need to get to know you. Uh, my name's Jerry Chetetti, uh, and uh, my wife's verse is Psalm 91. That's one of them. Uh, and I've relied on that, uh, that scripture for many years. It's been through some really tough times. In uh, 1983, I made the stupid decision of the boat racing. <coughs> Uh, Which I, was common. You did a lot of boat racing. Yeah, I made a lot of stupid decisions. Yeah. So that was one of them. <laughs> um, but I'm fishing now. I was with boat racing. Had a bad, bad accident that put me in the hospital for about two and a half months. And uh, wasn't supposed to live. I fractured my brain stem and uh, lost the use of my arm, my left arm the ability to speak clearly. Uh, half of my diaphragm does not function the way it should. And uh, through all of that, uh, the Lord sustained me and healed me. I had a miraculous, miraculous healing that put me back into life. And so from that, I went back into life and tried to do the best I could with what I had left. Uh, I used to be involved in music, still am a little bit, and uh, 
But I've asked the ability to, to do what I used to do. for words. In uh, about 10, 12 years ago, I was diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer, and which was uh, not good news, but uh, I got through that with the Word of God. I used to walk around the sales lot where I was with a, a little book around here, and I just kept confessing the Word, confessing the Word, confessing the Word speaking life and letting God's promises become real in yeah. my life. And uh, I've been a Christian for a long time, almost 40 years. And uh, I've seen a lot of changes in my life. I've seen a lot of changes in the world. But one thing has not changed is the Word of God did not change. Yeah, and awesome. the Lord's not changed. And, uh, I just want to say to anybody that's going through trials, whether it be health, or marriage, or sickness, or finances, you have to trust the Word. You have to learn the Word. It's like the psalm says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And dwelling in the presence of God is dwelling in His Word. It's, yeah. it's prayer, it's Word, it's spending time with the Lord and knowing Him. And that is what has got me through. Right. So so you've, you've, you've had boat wrecks that were devastating. I mean, how fast were you going? Like 100 miles an hour? 125. 125 miles an hour. We're talking like boat race type boat. Yeah. What kind of boat was that? It was a Formula One style tunnel boat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it flipped upside down, flopped around. You shouldn't even be here. And then you lived through that. And, uh, and then you experienced the death of, of a wife. And then you uh, you, you did get remarried, yes. beautiful wife Kay, and then you're diagnosed with prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. uh, well, wait a minute, I thought the life of a believer is supposed to be easy. <laughs> no, it's not easy. <laughs> it's life, isn't it's it? Life. It's life. And, and the thing that makes it possible for us to have more life than death, more joy than sorrow, uh, is dwelling in that secret place, right? He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide, you know, and uh, it's, it's to drive them tent stakes in, keep, keep speaking the Word of God. He shall say of the Lord, right? And so you gotta say something. You, and you, you, gotta, you gotta speak God's Word. There were times, and in the middle of the night, a lot of times, my but that's so defeated. But when you have the word of God in you, there's something deep in your in your soul that says, "No, you will not quit. Just can't quit. Yeah. Can't give up. Gonna endure. Just endure. Going to endure." Well, just want to really encourage people. If you haven't gotten to know Jerry, his wife Kay, uh, get to know him. Uh, rub up against him. Draw that wisdom out of there. This is this is a father. This is a man who has a heart for other people. That's one of the things I love about Jerry Kay is that they care about you winning, and, but they know something about it. And, you know, sometimes uh, we're in a really big hurry. You know, we want breakthroughs to happen immediately. We want miracles to come immediately. We, we you know, we don't like to wait for anything. But some of the best things in life have to be built. And, and, the, and that's kind of what we're talking about this weekend is 
to know endurance is to hang around long enough to watch what you've built come to fruition. And Jerry, I know that your future is full of great things. Uh, I, I really believe that, um, you know, it, in this race, here, here's just one of the nuggets that we just need to get is that this, this isn't a, this isn't a sprint. Um, this is, this is a, a, a long distance race. And, and to win a long distance race, here's the deal. You don't have to be out in front the entire race. You just have to end in front, right? So it's time to accelerate and, and, uh, and take the tape, right? And hey, look, we're gonna make stuff happen. Uh, I love you, man. Glad you're with us. Yeah, give it up for Jerry. Hey, look at, look at somebody close and say, just keep running. You gotta look the other way and say, I'm a winner. And, 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 you know, uh, this weekend, as, as, we, as we introduce Jerry and, and, and uh, we start talking about endurance, uh, I just want you to just remember uh, a couple of the statements. What, uh, uh, I think it's 2 Corinthians, right? Right, Tap? 2 Corinthians, where Paul said, hey, as it is written, uh, they, they believe, therefore they spoke. We also believe, therefore we speak. You say what you believe. Hello? You say what you believe. You say what you believe. That's why you got to get the Word of God in you. And, you got, and see, it's not enough to sit and, and have the Word of God brought to you. You got to get the Word of God flowing through you. Okay? You, you got you to start echoing what God's saying. Re remember in Amos when uh, God said, yeah, I've shown you, oh man, what is good. I've shown you, uh, you know, to love mercy and to do justice and to walk humbly with God. Man, think about this for a minute. God's invited you to walk with him every day. You don't have to spend one day without God. I think that's one of the things that gave Jerry a lot of strength. And if he was on the platform, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd challenge him again and, and just, to, you know, and throw it out there so that you could hear him say it that in, the, in the moments that life got hard. And he had a lot of hard moments. Anybody in here ever had some hard moments? But, but in, in, in those hard moments, man, it's, it's knowing that, hey, I'm walking with God. Man, I, I walk with God every single day. I know God. And, and, and the deal is, is that you, you, you got you to gotta get that thing flowing through you. See, you got to take God's word and you got to start speaking it in, into, into your environment. Because the enemy, how many of you know the enemy doesn't care what you believe as long as you stay quiet about it? Because what you believe ain't going to change anything as long as you stay quiet. But when you spend time with God, he said, I've shown you, man, to, to, to walk with God, to walk with God. I get to walk with God every single day. But, but uh, Amos 3.3 3 says, how can two walk together unless they be in agreement? Right? So you can say, listen to me now, and just for a few minutes, just for, I, man, I got stuff that'll help you. I, I got stuff that'll help you. If, if, if you'll get this in your life and you'll apply it to your life, you can change the outcome and it, and it can start almost immediately. But, but, uh, but, but I, I don't have time to be like really gentle. Thank you. That's all I need is one go for it. And, and, and the battle is on now, baby. Okay. I love that. Go for it. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go for it. Okay. So here, here's the deal. You can say you walk with God, but if you don't have an understanding of what he says, how can you be in agreement? And if you, you can't agree with somebody if you don't know what they said. And so you got to know what he said so you can be in agreement. And the Bible points out that you can't actually be walking with God unless you're in agreement with God. 
So to agree with God, you got to know what he says. Well, God, God's, you know, God's not holding me to it. Oh, you want to bet? You know, you think, you think the devil is your problem. And I'm telling you, the devil, the only reason he's still here is so you can demonstrate his defeat every single day of your life. It, it, was, it was like a favor, man. I'm telling you, one more blow at Calvary and there ain't no devil to worry about. I mean, Jesus humiliated him, right? And he's, he, he, listen, I, if you own a chihuahua, I'm sorry. You know, uh, but, but the, the devil's kind of like a chihuahua, and it, it kind of looks like a dog, but it really isn't. It's a rat with a hormone problem. And you people that own one, uh, you people that own them, we ought to, we ought, matter of fact, give a round of applause to people who take care of those little things, right? Because without you, they're nothing, okay? <laughs> Just want you, want you to feel good about your chihuahua. Someday you get a real dog. Okay, but, but uh, uh, you know, chihuahua, have you ever noticed that people are afraid of them things? Huh? They're like great. They're like great little guard dogs, and the cool thing is the fence has only got to be that tall. It's, it's awesome, and, and, you know. And they, and they come out and they just and all you got to do is hey, and, and the dog just runs back to the house. And I mean, and if it latches on you, just shake it off, man. It ain't gonna hurt you. You know, there are fish that bite harder than that. But but see, the enemy the enemy isn't your problem. You with me? Come on. Hey, for this purpose was the Son of God manifest. And Okay, let me just quote some Bible to you. For this purpose. So there was a purpose that God sent his Son. For this purpose was the Son of God manifest that he might destroy the works of the evil one. To destroy. He didn't break stuff. He destroyed it. So Jesus came. He didn't just break it, the, the work of the enemy. He didn't break it. He destroyed it. Well, what's the difference? Well, if it was broken, it could be repaired. But if it's destroyed, it's annihilated. It's rendered powerless. So what the enemy tried to do no longer has any power. It, it, I'm hoping somebody go, I guess the revelation, it's really cool. I think, I think that, you know, that we, we walk around with a bag of excuses and, and, and explanations, and I think the enemy loves to take credit for stuff that he really didn't have anything to do with. You know, uh, well, you know, man, there's darkness all over the world. Yeah, there is. The Bible says don't give any place. The word place is position of effectual opportunity. Give no place to the devil. Don't, don't, give, him, don't give him credit for stuff you let happen. Well, I, well wait a minute. If I don't give him credit, then who's responsible? There's a problem. Right? There's a problem. And, well, why? Well, because we keep changing our story. We say that we are a believer. We got a bumper sticker and a t-shirt, bless God. We're going to go change the world. The problem is, is that we keep changing our mind. See, and if you're going to change, before you change the world, let, let me tell you something that Jerry couldn't do. Jerry couldn't keep changing his mind. Okay, you know, when you're flying 125 miles an hour upside down and, and stuff spinning around, okay, in that, in that moment, I don't know where your mind goes, right? But, you know, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes in those moments, world goes slow motion. I don't know where Jerry was at. But after, after he landed and he's still inhaling and exhaling, now he's got to make a decision. Okay, I'm going to walk out to the end that God declared at my beginning. Right? I'm not going to be able to change my mind in the middle now. Not, not, not going to be able to cave in and give up and quit. Why? Because if I do, I'm going to die. 
See, some of you guys are in situations where what you need to do more than anything is stop changing your story. Well, yeah, but every time we take this step of faith, then the enemy comes. Right, there's opposition. There, in this world, there's going to be tribulation, but be of good cheer. Jesus said, we're overcomers, man. If you're in Christ, you're a world overcomer. There ain't no weapon formed against you that can prosper, no tongue that rises against you that can stand. Hey, come on, somebody. You, you know, but, but you got you to know what he said, because once you know what he said, guess what all of a sudden you have? See, Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes when you're hearing God, right? That's how faith comes, but that ain't how faith works as you sitting around listening. That's how faith comes, is by hearing. And when you've heard what God said, guess what grows on the inside of you? Well, faith, or we could call it confidence, right? Confidence, because once, once you know what God says, man, you no longer care what Aunt Myrtle said, right? It, it doesn't make any difference what, what, what the boss said. It, does, it doesn't make any difference what anybody else said. A lot of people told Jerry he was going to die, right? And a lot of people told Jerry he was going under. A lot of people told Jerry, man, that singing career is over, buddy. But guess what? He had a word from God, and so he, he had confidence. And Hebrews says, uh, don't throw away your confidence, don't throw away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. He said your reward, the, the, the fulfillment of, of the promise, the protection of God's promise is tied to your confidence. I mean, do you, do you, how many of you guys believe the Bible? Be real. Okay, that's not everybody. I'm glad some of you guys aren't lying. Here's the deal, is that if my reward if, if the production of God's promise, this is God's promise we're talking about. Well, if God promised it, why ain't it happening? Well, because it's tied to your confidence. Are, you, man, if you can get this. See, because you, you're blaming the devil. Well, here's, here's, here's why, you know, we, we started believing God and it didn't happen and it's because the devil's mean. No, it's because you lost your confidence. Well, what's, what do you mean I lost my confidence? Well, do you know what confidence is? It's the ability to boldly speak. That's your confidence. It's the ability to say what God said. Man, I'll tell you what, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say what God says. Well, what if people disagree? Well, then they're going to be wrong. Right? Because if somebody's going to be wrong, guess who it ain't going to be? God. No word from God will ever fail. He said, you don't, don't let go of your confidence, which, which is, is tied to your reward. He says, for you have need of patience, right? Patience is endurance. You need to know endurance. You need to know that even in the middle, even when it looks like it ain't working out, you don't, you don't change your story, right? You, why? Because you, 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 you're agreeing with God. I said, you're agreeing with God. You don't, you don't let go of God in the middle of the fire. You know, and when, when the battle's raging, no, this is, no, I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge, he's my strength, in him will I trust. Man, don't let go of your confidence. Don't let go. Why? Because you have need of patience. I know what you think you need. You think you need a new house or a new spouse or a new car or, 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 or a new job. Or, no, you need patience, the ability to remain unchanged regardless of what happens. Right. See, it's not, it's not the ability to last a super long time. It's the ability to just keep the story straight all the way through. 
that you say what God says, you're not backing down, I'm not changing my story. No, God said I could have a peaceful habitation, a secure dwelling, and a quiet resting place. I can have a peaceful habitation. Well, what do you do when all hell's breaking loose at your house? You stand up and you say, I'm going to have a peaceful habitation. Okay, I'm going to have, yeah, come on somebody. I'm going to say what God says. I'm going to say what God says. Why? Because I'm a believer, and what I believe is coming out of my mouth, right? And, and, well, what do I believe? I believe what God said. I believe what God said. Well, what if somebody disagrees with that? I'm going to go with God. I'm just going to walk with God. I'm just going to keep saying what he says, right? Hey, if, do you ready? Okay, check this out. <laughs> I, I, get a little, I get a little pumped, Okay. It's, it, trust me, it's not just caffeine. I am excited about this. Because if you do this, if you, if you get this next part, shoot. You, you, can, you can annihilate hell every day. Okay, and you got to understand something. I, this, is, this is the goal of my life. Humiliate hell. Every day. Every day. That's, that's what I want to do, right? That's what, what's your five-year plan? Humiliate hell. What's your 10-year plan? Humiliate hell more. Right? And get, get more people humiliating hell. And one of the things that I really, 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 really like to do is take people who have been getting their hiney handed to them and having them uh, stand up and start humiliating hell. Okay? Right? And just humiliate hell. Check it out. In Mark chapter 11, we're going to just roll quick. Jesus answered, hey, he said, have faith in God. By the way, by the way, this little statement, have faith in God, this can end a lot of arguments for you. Well, what do you think about this? Well, have faith in God. Well, things aren't going the way they should be. Well, have faith in God. Well, I don't like what they said about that. You know, and, and President Trump, have faith in God. Hello? Jesus kind of puts an end to it, don't it? Just have faith in God. And, and then, 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 look what he said. I'm saying, whosoever shall say to this mountain, anybody got a mountain in your life that you'd like to see it gone? Like, like, like it's a problem? He said, hey, if you say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and don't dot your heart, but believe those things which you say shall come to pass, you're going to have whatever you say. Three times in that verse it says say, one time it says believe. See, a lot of us as church people, we're trying to develop stronger beliefs, but we're not changing the way we talk. The way you talk is three times more important than what you believe. Because okay? there's stuff that you believe in your head. There's stuff that you're trying to believe in your head. But if you don't say what God says, that's, that's, that's why Paul, when he was telling the guys, he said, hey, uh, make sure that you're finding people that you can take what I've given you. He said, what you've seen in me, what you've watched me do, what you've heard me say, make sure that these are the things that you're saying and doing. So you begin to teach others. Why? Because when, when you're only listening, when you're only listening, there ain't nobody holding you accountable. Well, I've heard it, but, 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 but when you're standing up saying it, now you've got everybody listening to you that's holding you accountable. Right, what does that do? That kind of that drives your commitment level. To your, you know, man, you got to get real now. And he said, here's what you're going to do is that when, when you have these situations in life and, and, the, and you have a mountain, what I want you to do is stop talking about it and I want you to start talking to it. Okay? Speak to the mountain. Okay? Look at your neighbor and say, stop talking about your stuff. See, that was really, really weak. That's like, it's like you don't want to say that now because if you say that, then you got to shut up. And, and, right? Because how many of you know that, uh, oh, man, I'm going to get in trouble this morning. <laughs> uh, you share your junk on Facebook with people who can't solve it, which is dumb. 
Never give your problem to somebody who can't do anything about it. Right? Because all they're going to do is use it against you. All, all, all they're doing is observing you, and, and when, when they observe, then they, then, they, then they have to form opinions. Opinions are shaped by observance, and so they observe something, and then, and then they their opinion, and, and you think that you're going to get their opinion of the people you're talking about to go down. No, no, I'm telling you what, the, their opinion of you is going down because they know that the minute that you have a problem with them, guess who's going to know? The whole stinking world. Got to talk to your mountain, not about it, okay? Three times, he says, say. There's three different words used there, okay? Three different words. One of them is authority. He said, here's the deal. You got to step into your authority. You're not using your authority until you start talking. Hello? I said, you're not using your authority until you start talking. Man, you, you got to have something to say. It, well, what, what am I, what am I going to say? I, I don't know. You better find out what God says. Right? And you're going to say, and you're going to use that authority. And, and the second word, the second word there, he said, hey, whosoever shall say, whosoever shall operate in their authority, and, and, and be removed, be thou, cast into the sea, don't doubt in your heart, but believes those things which he saith. That word saith there, there's a company that you've heard of that's made lots and lots of dollars off of this one Greek word, and the Greek word is Legos. Legos. How many of you guys know what Legos are? How many of you guys like Legos? You, you, hey, they're okay unless you step on one in the middle of the night. Right? You step on a Lego barefoot, you find out if you're born again or not. It's, it's quick. But a Lego, where they, why they use that word? Because it, it simply means it's a, it's a systematic uh, source to build. And, and so God's saying that, man, you, you begin to use your authority and your words are going to systematically begin to build some things. You're going to lay foundations, right? See, that's what Jerry was saying when, when he said, man, when, you know, I'm walking through the sales floor and I'm having to speak the word of God. I've been told I'm not going to make it. I've been told that, that cancer is going to take me out, but I have to take God's word. I have to begin to speak it. And you begin to speak it and it begins to lay a foundation. But what a lot of us do is that our other beliefs are unbelief. See, see, you have beliefs and you have unbeliefs, and an unbelief isn't, it, all it is is a belief contrary to God's word. It's like the uncola, right? It's actually not a cola. It's just, it's the other drink, right? So, so if you're more committed to the unbelief than you are to the belief, guess what you're doing? Instead of building a foundation, you're ripping it, you're, you're tearing it down. And so you're using your words to tear down what you just a minute ago you were building up. And so, yeah, we're going to have a great family. And yeah, we're, we're, we're believing God that, you know, for a peaceful habitation. But first, let me tell you about my spouse. What a crazy person they are. Well, we already know they're crazy. They married you. <laughs> That's not the point. You got to keep your words straight, right? And, and he said, and you'll have whatsoever you say it. And that, that word say it means it's got to come out of your mouth. It can't be in your head. It's not, it, it's not you're going to have whatever you think. It's you're going to have whatever you say. It's good. You know, one time, it, it used to bother me back in the day because, uh, uh, remember, Keith, uh, how many years ago was it? But uh, it was like my, one of my life verses was, uh, woe unto you when all men speak well of thee. Because <laughs> that was never going to happen. Okay. And, and uh, 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 you know, it used to really bother me when people would say things. Because people would say all kinds of stuff. Because I'm kind of like in your face my whole life. Matter of fact, I've calmed way down. For sure. Uh, but 
People would say things and it would really bother me. And then one day God said, you know, I don't know why you worry about that. You don't have what they say. You have whatever you say. Why are you so worried about what they say? What they say has no impact on you. You shall have whatsoever you say. It's got to come out of your mouth, okay? It's got to come out of your mouth. Look, look at somebody and tell them, it's got to come out your mouth. It's got to come out your mouth, okay? And, and so that's what Jerry was doing walking through the cell floor. He was quoting the Word of God. What was happening? He was getting stronger and stronger, and he was walking himself into hell. What happened, what happened when he experienced death in his life? Well, wait a minute. God's, God's Word says that he's come that we might have and enjoy life in abundance through the full to the overflow. It's more life than death, more joy than sorrow, more peace than chaos, more hope than despair. It's not the absence of death. It's just i got to connect to the life. So I'm going to have to speak more life than I am death. I'm going to have to speak more joy than I am sorrow. I'm going to have to speak more peace than I am chaos. I'm going to have to speak more hope than I am despair. So I got I to gotta be careful of what I'm saying. See, the Word of God, can I just tell you something? The Word of God works. Yeah, but it hasn't been working for me. I've tried it, and, and, and it just isn't working. No, the Word of God works. It always works. You know, uh, they, they took a satellite, and, and how many you know those satellites are kind of spendy? If you wanted one for yourself, you'd have to have some cash. Right? $100 million or so to launch a satellite and put it up in the sky. And, and, but, but why in the world? Why in the world would they do that? I mean, is there a picture that is worth $100 million bucks? You know, and, and, but no, no, when it's up there, it gathers info and it sends stuff back down that can make you a billion dollars. Okay, so if you got a hundred million earning a billion, this might be a good investment. So they launch their satellite, they get it up there, but all of a sudden it ain't, it, it's not producing the info that it's supposed to. What's going on with the satellite? Well, they bring all the guys in that can check that stuff out and they say, you know what, there ain't nothing wrong with the satellite. All systems are a go. Everything's working. It's, 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 well, why aren't we getting the info that we need? We don't know. You're going to have to find somebody smarter than us, but we do know this. Everything on that thing's working the way it's supposed to. Well, so they bring in other guys that are smarter, that even understand greater, you know, and, and they bring them in and they say, well, here's your problem, is that the satellite, it's operational, but it's in the wrong atmosphere. But don't worry about it, because the satellite is equipped with little rockets, and we can fire those rockets up from here, and we can elevate that sucker. Well, what are we waiting for? So they, so they fire up the rockets, they elevate the satellite, the satellite gets in the right atmosphere, and all of a sudden, the information flow starts to go. And it's getting everything that they're supposed to get. See, and all of a sudden, be, see, here's the problem with a lot of us is that we have, we have the Word of God. We just live in the wrong atmosphere. You're just, I said, you're just living in the wrong atmosphere. And what you need to do is fire up your little rockets. And you need to elevate yourself. That means that there might be a few relationships you have to leave behind. That, that means there might be a few things in life that you have to let go of. That, that means what you have to do is stop looking at what's going on around you and start looking at what's going on in you and see if you can get it to elevate you up because God's Word's always going to work. It is always going to work. One more scripture real quick. Just a, just a, we'll, we'll go through this really fast. In, in, in uh, Matthew 14. And you, you'll remember this story straightway. Jesus has just fed, you know, 5,000, and they've, you know, he's been teaching the guys. And matter of fact, he, he took the fish and the loaves, and he put it in their hands, and he made it, them do it, and, 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 which was part of what he had been teaching them all along, that, hey, don't just keep looking to me, but the stuff you see me do, that's the stuff you're going to do. And, and the things that I say, that's what you're supposed to say. The places I go, that's where you're supposed to go. And people I reach to, that's the people you're supposed to reach to. Just do what I do. Just do what I do. And so uh, he, he told the disciples, get into the boat, and, uh, and, and I'll 
I'll take care of the multitude. In the next verse, it says that Jesus went uh, up into a mountain to pray. And, and when the evening come, he was there alone. And, and a ship was in out in the middle of the sea. And it's getting bounced around with waves. And the wind is contrary. And the fourth watch of the night, that means really late. Okay, the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went walking to them. He's walking on the water. And the disciples see him. And, and, and they're troubled. And they think it's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. And Jesus says, look what Jesus says. Cheer up. Yeah, I'd like to say that to some of you guys today. You know, you're bouncing around. <laughs> Life's it's a little, it's like a storm. Cheer up. Cheer up. You, you, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a verse in Acts that uh, uh, we're not going to bounce to. We're just going to hang right here for a second. But, but uh, there's a verse in Acts, and it says, be of good cheer. I believe God. It'll be exactly like he said. It'll, it'll, it'll be exactly like he said. And, and, and he said, be of good cheer. But Peter's sitting there in that boat, and Peter says, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you. Now, have you ever stopped for a minute and just asked yourself, why in the world would anybody say that in, the, in this situation? Okay, you're, you're out in a boat, You've been in a boat most of your life. He's a fisherman. He knows the storm is bad. And, and have, have you ever been over there? Have you ever been out on the ocean and, and the waves are going and it's, and it's nighttime and, and, and the wind's blowing? You can't hear well. You can't see well. I mean, why in the world would you say, why don't you ask me to come out there with you? What a stupid thing to say. Unless you understand why. Because he's been being taught, if you see me doing it, then you can do it. Where I go, get ready to go. What I do, get ready to do. He had just handed them broken up fish and, and loaves and said, now go feed 5,000 men plus women and children. Why? Because that's what I would do, so now you do it. And so, and, and there, and so Pete's like, man, if that's really Jesus, I'm going to ask this question because he's been teaching us over and over and over and over and over and over that if you see me do it, you're supposed to do it. Okay, if it's you, then you are going to ask me to come out there because nobody else would ask that. And Jesus said, let's go. And so he gets out, and he starts walking on the water. You know the story. He didn't immediately seek. He started walking, and it said he began to sink. Now, here's my question for you. You got Jesus, who's successfully pulling this off, and you got Pete, who's sinking. Well, well, well why? It's, 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 the, it's the water. No, it's not the water. Jesus is doing it. See, some of you guys in areas of your life, you're not succeeding where others are. Right? So, so, so they're having success there, but you're not. Well, then it can't be. The, the issue isn't what you think it is. See, like if you're a landscaper and you're thinking about shutting your business down, but you look across the street and there's somebody right across the street and, and, they, and they're hiring people, things are going better than ever, then landscaping isn't the issue. Hey, in this environment, if there's people who are financially getting stronger and you're not, then it's not this environment. See, there might be something you know that's preventing you from knowing what you need to know that has the power to take you where you need to go. Well, 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 well why, why is Peter sinking when Jesus is walking right across the top of it? And, and really, the answer's here, but we, we read the Bible way too fast, and so we, we don't catch it all the time. And what it is, is that, see, Jesus, when, when he was alone, he was praying. Peter had all night. He had been riding in the boat. He could have been praying, but Peter was doing what Peter always did. He was just sleeping. And so 
Peter's trying to do in public what Jesus does in public without doing in private what Jesus does in private. See, and see, what a lot of us do is that we try to do in public. We try to, make, we try to present a picture of, of, of giants of faith. But in private, see, he said, uh, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and, and not doubt in his heart, but believe those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. And then the next verse says, But when you stand praying. So, so when are you speaking to that mountain? It's your prayer time. This is a private, this is a private thing. What are you saying in private? What, what are you telling yourself when ain't nobody else listening? See, let me tell you something. Jerry's, Jerry's battle, Jerry's battle and, 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 and his ability to endure to the end, uh, it, it wasn't a public thing. It was a private thing. See, if you, if you can win it in private, let me tell you what's going to happen in public. It, you, can't, you won't be able to hide your victory. I said, you won't be able to hide your victory. A lot of, a lot of us, what, what are we trying to do? We're trying to show everybody a public picture of somebody who's really successful, but in private, that's where we're getting our, 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 our hiney handed to us on a daily basis. Why? Because the enemy comes in and he says, you know what, you're such a loser. And you're going, yeah, yeah you know, I really am. But that's not what God says. So you've got to be saying what God says. Right? So you can be in agreement with God and you don't change your story midstream. Right? And you've got to keep saying what he said. You've got to endure because here's what you have. You have need of... Patience, the ability to remain unchanged regardless of what you see. What am I going to say? I'm going to say what God says. Well, where, where am I going to say that? That I'm going to start in my prayer closet. Okay, it, it, listen, man, if, if you can just get this, I promise you, I, and I, I double, no, I triple dog dare you, okay, that you take God's word and you get alone with God. And you start saying what God says. And you start saying it in private. And you develop a belief. You know what? God's plan for me is to prosper me. God's plan for me is to prosper me. God's going to give me hope. God's going to give me future. God, you have my future in your hands. I'm not buying into the lies of the enemy anymore. But God, I believe you. I believe you. I'm going to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I'm going to abide under the shadow of the Almighty, and I'm going to say of the Lord, you're my refuge. You're my stronghold. God, I trust you. God, I trust you. I'm not going to back down because things don't look right, feel like, smell right, taste right. Nope. I'm going to say what you say. I'm going to stay on this word. And God, you and me in private, we're going to begin to humiliate hell in private. And then in public, uh, we won't be able to hide it. You start saying what God says. Start saying what God says about your spouse. Start saying what God says about your house. Start saying what God says about your job. Quit complaining about your job. And say, God, you have a purpose for me here. And I'm in this place, and there is a purpose. And if I'll embrace the place, you will reveal the purpose. And when you reveal the purpose, you will release the, 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 the provision. And when you release the provision, God, we're going to, oh, my God, come on, somebody. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna change the world and stop allowing the world to change our mind. Amen. Amen. Close your eyes. Let me pray for you, Father. Today, I thank you, God, that there's victory coming. God, I thank you that there's mountains that are about ready to be moved as people get into your presence as they press into you. And God, they begin to speak to mountains. God, using your word, we just stand on it, God. That whosoever shall say. 
You'll have whatsoever, he says. So whosoever, this will work for anybody on anything. God, that's what your word says. God, we just, we, we, we just come to you and we thank you. You're going to give us uh, uh, the ability to grow ourselves, that our endurance is going to get greater and greater and greater, and we're going to humiliate hell every day of our